is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. God works in ways you cannot even begin to imagine. Well, we're going to hear proof positive seconds from now. Your home is so much more than the place you live. It's an investment tool as well. And you can put that tool to use and access the equity that you have as cash to pay off those high interest credit cards. Did you know the average credit card right now is hovering around 25%? Some people are paying in 30 plus every single month. I mean, it's insane. If you're not paying that debt off in full every month, those fees are adding up and you just can't let that happen, which is why you need to look at your spending, your financing, your debt. Better yet, let American Financing do that for you. This is a family-owned mortgage lender. They're not a bank. You're important to them. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. If you call them today, you might be able to close in as fast as 10 days and even delay two mortgage payments. They're saving homeowners just like you an average of 826 bucks a month. That could be life-changing. So call today, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. It is the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz happy to be sitting in for Glenn. I want you to think for a second. I want you to think about those who are part of our community who oftentimes are are overlooked or passed by. It happens every day. Uh, maybe it's because you're I don't know, you're not friendly with this person, you're not friendly with that person, you don't know who that is. Sometimes it's because you think, well, they don't have anything to offer to me. When you are the father or the mother of a, of a special needs kiddo, let me tell you something. You see that magnified because people have written off your kids. I mean, sometimes if we're going to be honest about it, you have to think, well, I don't know what they're ever going to do. Could they do this? Could they do that? So a couple of years back, I received a note in care of uh, the radio station that I'm at every single day of the week, News Radio WRVA in Central Virginia. And it was uh, from a high school student who said, Hey, Jeff, I think he said, Dear Jeff, Dear Jeff, my dad and I listen to your show every afternoon, and we've heard you talking about your princess. That's my daughter, Julia, and she has special needs. And we've heard you talking about her. And I just want to tell you about my sister, Emily. And uh, by the way, I've written a book, and you should have me on your program to talk about it. And I thought, well, my, and then I read it and I said, yeah, you got to come on. And that was the beginning of what I would dare say uh, is a beautiful relationship between the Katz family and the Morrissey family. And uh, my friend PJ Morrissey is joining us to uh, to talk a little bit about uh, the adventure that he and his family have had with uh, his, his beautiful sister, Emily, and and the bracelets that she makes. PJ, good morning. Jeff, thank you for having me. It is good to have you here, and I want everybody to know you're recovering from some serious shoulder surgery, but you still, you're pushing through, man. You're a tough guy. That's right. I'm about uh, 48 hours uh, post-op from shoulder surgery, so uh, I appreciate everybody bearing with me. Absolutely. Well, PJ, I I just want you to share with everybody uh, the story. Tell us a little bit about Emily and, and, and where she's been and, and God bless her, where she is now. Well, Jeff, when you say uh, it's been an adventure, it uh, certainly has. 
um, my sister Emily is uh, 25, and uh, she was born with cerebral palsy as a result of oxygen deprivation at birth. And uh, cerebral palsy is different for everybody that has it, uh, but for Emily, uh, it results in global delays, um, in particular her gross and fine motor skills, cognitive skills, and her speech. Um, despite her deficits and challenges, though, uh, Jeff, Emily is more fortunate than all of us because she's a way of looking at things that not everybody else has. And um, she can see the innate good in people and not judge them before even getting to know them. Um, and her smile, I mean, you know her smile, Jeff. Her <laughs> smile is absolutely infectious because it's genuine and uh, she's reflecting back at you the good that she sees in you through her smile. Um, Emily uh, had been in a program in high school um, where it was four years of education and uh, four years of job placement. And um, that last four years, you know, you could kind of tell the teachers got a little bit complacent, like you were talking about before. Mm -hmm. And Emily wasn't uh, liking her job placement. And, um, that was scary for us. Um, you know, the unfortunate reality is that as much as 80% of adults with disabilities are not active in the workforce. And, um, because of this, my family and I came up with Emily's bracelets. Um, it harnesses, uh, her skill level and one of her passions. Um, Emily's been making bracelets uh, ever since she started physical therapy and occupational therapy, and they had her stringing beads on a pipe cleaner uh, to help with those fine motor skills. So it's something she's been doing her whole life and uh, something that gives her a lot of joy. Well, PJ, I uh, will. This comes no surprise to you. Hopefully, no surprise to Emily. I am today wearing a selection of bracelets from Emily at Emily'sBracelets.com. I've I've got, as I always do, my thin blue line bracelet as a, as a former police officer. I've got my I stand with Israel bracelet, my Am Israel High bracelet, and. Let everybody know about the website, and and you talk about the challenges, and you talk about her her skills, her fine motor skills. I mean, it's amazing to me when I look at these bracelets and the story behind them. It just, man, it just puts a smile on my face. Yeah, Jeff, it's truly an inspiring story. Um, we've been lucky enough to be doing this for five years now, and um, when it started and it took off, it really gave Emily a purpose. Um, she used to be painfully shy to the extent that she was diagnosed with selective mutism and getting her to talk to anyone outside of our family was extremely difficult. Uh, but shortly after we launched the business, her teachers and her therapists noticed a much larger sense of confidence. Um, she started standing up straighter and talking to more people. And, um, that's, uh, through that sense of pride that she has. Uh, from making these bracelets and seeing people buy them and uh, wear them uh, just really makes her happy. And um, she, it, it, that sense of purpose is something that everybody um, wants to have, and uh, that's yeah. what we're doing with Emily's bracelets. 
Well, I'm going to remind everybody, PJ Morrissey is joining me. PJ, 48 hours post-up. He's got like a brand new bionic shoulder. He'll be doing a thousand push-ups uh, later today, I'm sure. But uh, the story of Emily, emilysbracelets.com is the website. You need to go there and take a look at these bracelets. And heck, I'm going to tell you, you ought to order some. Uh, Emily's has become a she's a celebrity pj in central virginia i mean everywhere she goes people know emily morrissey and i i just read the other day on uh, on your facebook posts she's now sold bracelets in every single one of the 50 states that is correct jeff uh thanks to you and uh help of a lot of our friends um we were able to reach our goal this year of uh, spreading holiday cheer and smiles to all 50 states. It's an amazing thing. And you you, you mentioned that uh, just a few years back, uh, people were saying, oh, well, she with the selective mutism, she, she's not going to talk to anybody. She's always going to be there. I got news for you. Uh, the, the times that I've had to uh, be with Emily, and, I, and they're, they're great times, again, she's a superstar. People are coming up to her. Can we get your autograph? Can we take a picture with you? We've got, we, you know, we've got uh, 10 of your bracelets, but now we need 11. It's amazing. Yeah, Jeff. I mean, she is totally a, a local celebrity. And um, something to add to that, uh, we, we had a uh, house fire back on Mother's Day of this year. And um, we lost our home and belongings and Emily's supply and inventory. And um, you would think, uh, you know, that that would waver that sense of pride and uh, sense of, uh, like you said, fame. But um, if anything, it's made her stronger. It's made us stronger um, as a family. And uh, it's allowed us to come to know the innate goodness and kind hearts of those in our community and um you know we can't thank people like you and your listeners enough for um all the help you've offered us and everything that you've done for emily um we're just about 25 bracelets from uh selling 25 bracelets away from selling over twenty five thousand bracelets since the launch of emily's bracelets and um she's donated well over fifteen thousand dollars to um a handful of charities, including the Special Olympics. This is the beautiful part of this, PJ, in addition to everything else. And and, and everybody needs to understand this, that uh, Emily does this so that she has something to do. You and, and your mom and your dad, such an incredible family. And, and we in the Katzes just stand in awe of the Morrisseys. We really do. What you've done to uh, to wrap Emily in this uh, this sense, not only of loving, which is to be expected, but this this purpose to 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 give her a job every single day that she can take pride in, where she can share smiles around the country. It's just beautiful, and to be twenty five bracelets away from twenty five thousand, it's such a an amazing goal, and it's such a huge number. And then the money you're taking money and giving it back to special olympics and uh there's a police survivor benefit fund that uh, emily takes money from the thin blue line bracelets there's the friendship circle which is a great organization helping pair uh folks with some special needs and and typically developing folks and then they become friends it's just it's beautiful all the way around tell me about your and this is not fair but i'm going to do it anyway what's your favorite bracelet Ooh, that is yeah. a tough question. I yeah. think I'm going to have to go with one of the classics and say the patriotic uh, red, white, and blue bracelet. Okay. That's a good one. 
That's a good. I, I love that one. I love all of them. A special girl making special bracelets. So, uh, PJ, we're coming up on Christmas. Obviously, people I think ought to be reaching out and supporting you. But but give everybody the website and and explain it. Just a couple of things about how it, how it works over there. Sure. So um, our holiday bracelets have sold very very quickly this season, but we do have uh, a, a handful left. Uh, of course, Emily also offers her first responders collection, her awareness collection, uh, wooden bracelet collection, as well as a glass uh, bracelet collection. And then, of course, the classics. Um, and all of that can be found at emilysbracelets.com. And then we're also on all social media uh, at Emily's Bracelets. Wow. I love this. I love this. Well, uh, I want to get you to 25,000. So would you say we needed 25 more bracelets sold to get to 25,000? Yes, sir. All right. Well, uh, it's an invite. It's a challenge to all. Emily'sBracelets.com. Go over there. And uh, we said that it gives Emily a sense of purpose and, and, and it gives her work to do every day. And, well, you know what they say. I mean, uh, idle hands, right? So she needs some work to do. That's right. Yep. I love it. Well, I want everybody to do that. Emily'sBracelets.com. Share share Emily's story uh, as well as her bracelets. Understand what this is really, really all about. And PJ, I, I thank you post-op, in pain, medication, the whole Megillah. And you said, no, no, I've still got to come on and talk about Emily and Emily'sBracelets.com. I, I appreciate that. Thank you, Jeff. It's truly an honor. And um, we really appreciate you and uh, all of Glenn's listeners. Thank you, sir. That is PJ Morrissey. So uh, if you want to be part of this little adventure, uh, what you do is you go to emilysbracelets.com and you can help out. Simple as that. Emilysbracelets.com. You're going to love what's there. Uh, I, I share this with you because as the father of a special needs daughter, this is something that stands out. I'm going to give you a couple more details now that PJ's gone because I didn't, well, I didn't want to say it in front of PJ. But I got one or two other details you need to know about why this is so very important. That is straight ahead. It is Jeff Katz in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. For 10 years now, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say the only one, trust me, they are the only one. Their entire team have been great supporters of this program. Also Mercury One. And it's why I'm really proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the exact same coverage you're accustomed to without funding the left and their crazy agenda. The 100% U.S.-based customer service team is going to make switching really super easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for you. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. Join me. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, 972-PATRIOT. It is the Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. Let me give you a couple of other details. You you just heard from P.J. Morrissey, and you you heard P.J. tell the story of uh, Emily, beautiful young lady, 25 years old, a couple of special needs, no doubt about that. Life is challenging. 
I mentioned to you that my daughter, Julia, is severely disabled. You know, Julia is uh, uh, 20 years old chronologically and developmentally. Julia's about 18 months old. And Julia's always going to be 18 months old. She's always going to be a baby, no matter how big she gets. And uh, 20-year-old young woman now still wears diapers, will always wear, wear diapers. That's, that's kind of my, my wish, that somehow, some way, she could, I don't know, push a button or bang on something or point and just let us know she's, she's got she's to go to the bathroom. That would be huge. That would be an amazing gift. And doesn't look like that's ever going to come to pass. And so as, as her dad, you have to understand, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a little weird. I mean, it really is. There, there are things that I have to do, things that I know that, quite frankly, I shouldn't know and I shouldn't be doing. But it is what it is. And so we're doing everything we possibly can to take care of Julia, because Julia's always going to be with us as long as we are around. Julia's going to live with us. And Julia's never going to have a job. And it's really, I got news for you, man. It is, it is really, really, really hitting us right now. Because she's essentially in the last year, the final year of a program through her school. And, and I don't know what's next. And Heidi and I have, have talked about it and done everything uh, to bang our heads against the wall and figure this out. And that's what every parent of every special needs kid, certainly around the United States, thinks about. So the Morrissey family, Dan and Kristen, or Emily and PJ's mom and dad, they said, okay, well, Emily's not really liking these, these job things. What can we do? What can we do? They didn't say, geez, well, what is the government going to do? Why isn't the government doing more? You know, the government should do this. The government should do that. They said, well, this is our daughter, and we love her, and she's beautiful, and she has this amazing ability to, to put beads on strings, and can we, can we set up a business for her? See, that never would have occurred to me because I'm, I'm not nearly as, as innovative, but it occurred to them, and they did it. And PJ built her website. And in the interest of full disclosure, PJ's built all of my websites because he's great. And I, 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 he's, he's my social media director, jeffcats.us. He would be angry if I didn't mention that, right? Jeffcats.us. But they did it all for Emily. And they've done it. And they're doing it. And every morning, Emily is able to get up and go to work. And they, they set up a, a work location in their home. And as PJ mentioned, their house burned down this year. They lost their entire house. It was Mother's Day. Emily and I were actually riding together in a parade because I've got a deal here in Central Virginia. I'm, I'm fortunate. People ask me to, you know, be the grand marshal of this or the grand marshal of that. I was like, okay, but it's a package deal. 
I have to bring my official parade partner, Emily, with me. Because if she's not with me, I'm not riding in your parade. Because Emily's got that whole parade wave down, just like Queen Elizabeth did. So we were in this parade earlier in the day, and later the evening, their house burned down. They're going to be out of their house for the better part of a year. And somehow, some way, they they got more beads. They set up a workspace for Emily. And Emily, in their, their rented home, is back to making these, these beautiful bracelets. PJ said they're they're just twenty five bracelets away from selling twenty five thousand. They've been they've been sent to every single state in America, and it's not a government program. It's not a school district program. It's not social services. It's mom and dad and her loving brother. If you want to see the potential for America. You go to that website, emilysbracelets.com, emilysbracelets.com. I am so proud of them. It is Jeff Katz sitting in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. Ever since he tried the Rough Greens for the first time, my dog, Uno, has changed. He's a completely different dog. I hear from people all the time in the audience. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of letters have come in who have had the same experience with their dog. They've heard me talk about Rough Greens on the show. They get some from themselves. And as soon as they sprinkle it on the dog's food, the dog literally wolfs it down. And it's really good for him. It's not a dog food. It's just chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils that you sprinkle. Your dog needs these things to be healthy. My dog was easy. From the first time he tried Rough Greens, Uno was in love. Some dogs take a little bit to get used to the new flavor, though. Dr. Dennis Black, the inventor of Rough Greens, was on the phone with me last week. He doesn't want that to be a reason for you not to try. So right now, he's got a special gift available. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. Put it on your dog's food and begin to watch your dog become healthier. As the mainstream media perpetuates the left's insanity, we're helping you fight back one truth at a time. More Glenn Beck next. the Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. I am hoping that you'll uh, visit Emily's uh, bracelet uh, store and um, help her hit that 25,000 bracelet sold mark. I think that would be so cool. That really would. I'm concerned about the the spin that we're seeing right about now about this conflict in the Middle East. You know, I, I have family members or had family members. I never met them. members of my father's family as well as members of my mother's family who, who died in the Holocaust, the Shoah. And that is the last time, right, that we heard and saw 
anti-Semitism at this level? I just got an email from someone who says Jews are evil, period. Oh, okay. It's a bizarre thing to say, but it is, well, it's the thought of some. And what is so disturbing right now for me is to see thousands of people around the world stand up and say things like, well, we, we, we should gas the Jews. How come Hitler didn't finish the job? And you'd like to think, my God, this sort of hatred, this sort of ugliness, this sort of uh, depravity went away. We're not even a hundred years out from the Holocaust. And, and we are poised right now to see a repeat. I mentioned to you that I, I'm here in central Virginia, right in the Richmond area, News Radio WRVA. We have an amazing Holocaust museum here. And Richmond's not, uh, it's not New York, it's not L.A., it's not Washington, D.C. But to think that in Richmond, Virginia, there is this museum that, that educates people, that allows people to understand what, what really happened. Now, I don't know if your travels are ever going to take you through Richmond, and that's okay. But I would ask you, if they do, you can't go looking at the monuments anymore on Monument Avenue because in the interest of uh, full inclusion, we, we, we've torn them down and they're sitting at the wastewater treatment facility. Yeah, I mean, that's a, another story for another day. Although, right up the road in D.C., Arlington National Cemetery, there's this uh, reconciliation monument. And it was created by one of America's great Jewish artists, uh, Moses Ezekiel. And the United States Army is now saying they're going to tear that monument down from its perch in Arlington National Cemetery. There's a court order in place now prohibiting that, postponing it anyway. I don't know if it's inevitable. But it's so bizarre. I mean, we've got people, it's like the American Taliban. We're going to include people by excluding people. We're going to do away with hatred by embracing hatred. We're going to rewrite history, but it starts right now when we took power. That's the Taliban. And we are seeing that in the United States right now. It's, it's, it's appalling. Absolutely appalling. And those same people, because they've been raised in this critical theory nonsense, They really believe the world's divided into two groups, the oppressed and the oppressors. Think about that. I know we've heard about critical race theory and how it's employed in schools. But it wasn't always critical race theory. It was just critical theory. This is Marx. Right? We, We have two groups. We have the oppressed and we have the oppressors. The oppressed, obviously, are the workers. And the oppressors, well, those are the people that own the means of production. They own factories. They're business people. And and you're a worker, so you're oppressed. So you need to hate the person that owns your company. That, That was the messaging. And in terms of pure marketing, I guess it worked for a while. What happened? Well, there did come a point where people started saying, wait a minute. 
Why, why do I hate the guy who owns the company again? I mean, I, I, I've got a job. And I make money and I buy groceries and I, I do the things I'm supposed to do. And, and I earn my money working at that factory. And if I don't want to work there, I can go work somewhere else. Now, why again am I supposed to hate the guy or the gal or the team of people that own and operate that factory? And people started thinking outside the box a little bit. They didn't have to be oppressed. They could go out and, my gosh, if they were industrious enough or brave enough, they could try and start their own company, their own factory. Some did, and it worked. Some tried, and it failed. That's the nature of this uh, dreaded free market system, right? There are no guarantees. Guaranteed the opportunity, but we don't guarantee results. So as that whole critical theory based strictly on economic strata started to wear off a little bit, the folks behind the scenes said, well, we can't have people getting together. I mean, people get together and they chat, and they compare notes and eh, they're working towards the same goal. That's 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 going to really screw up our agenda, isn't it? All right. Well, we got to keep them divided. Got to stay in two groups, the oppressed and the oppressors. You can't be in any other group. That's it. So that's where critical race theory takes off. Critical race theory says, well, you're a white guy, you're, a, you're an oppressor. You're a black guy, you're oppressed. Doesn't matter what your income is, doesn't matter what your education is, doesn't matter at all. There are two groups, you're in one of those two groups, and that's it, no way out. And you think about the ugliness of that critical race theory inside of schools. Painfully ugly. Think about two little boys who are friends. Six, seven years old. They play together, been to each other's house, swap pieces of their lunch because the one kid doesn't really like cheese sandwiches as much as uh, his parents think he does. And then somebody comes along and says, hey, you two. Yeah. You know, you're never going to accomplish anything. What? Yeah, you're never going to accomplish anything. And you know why? Because of that kid over there. And, and that little guy says, but wait a minute, that's my friend. Oh, no, 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 no. He's, you'll never do anything of consequence because of him. Don't you understand you're oppressed? Well, he's six years old. No. And part of the reason he doesn't think he's oppressed is because he's not oppressed. And then you turn to the other six-year-old guy and go, hey, you know, you're only able to accomplish anything because that guy over there is oppressed and you're the oppressor. And he doesn't have any better clue of what the hell you're talking about than the first kid did. Not, not, not a clue. But that's how we lay out critical race theory. It's oppressed and oppressor. And so we're seeing that in the Middle East now. So this generation, I guess two generations now, raised with that critical theory underpinning, they now say you have to be in one of these two groups. You're either the oppressed or you're the oppressor. And, and they have said somehow, some way that Israel is the oppressor. And we're seeing this play out on the college campuses. Where we would have thought, my God, it is Harvard University. Isn't that the best? Aren't those the brightest? 
And they're demonstrating that they're useful idiots, fools, and tools. The, the one group that just about blew my mind, Queers for Palestine. You've seen the photos. They're all over social media. They're everywhere. Queers for Palestine, because again, well, they've determined they are oppressed, so therefore they are going to side with the group they think is also oppressed. Never mind that the only place in the Middle East where you could be openly gay and not have to worry about it is Israel. The very place you want to drive into the sea, from the river to the sea. It would be interesting, would it not, to see the Queers for Palestine groups travel to Gaza, travel to the West Bank? Are you kidding me? It's insanity. Absolute insanity. And if you call it out somehow, you're part of the oppressive group, aren't you? I don't know where this ends up, by the way. I've got a little snippet. I'm going to get to it in a moment. Where once again, Israel is being called out for daring to defend itself. And and you do have to understand that it is bigger than just the Jewish state. It is the Jewish people. And despite David, who sent me the note that said Jews are evil, period. There are a few of us. I would probably disagree with that, right? Yeah, I think so. If you do want to jump ahead, I've got everything posted over on uh, social media. Now, look, Glenn is a superstar and has been for, for decades. So he's got like a billion people that follow him. I'm, I'm just a humble little guy from uh, Central Virginia. But if you wouldn't mind, I'd really appreciate it. Would you follow me on X, formerly known as Twitter? Jeff Katz Show on X, formerly known as Twitter. Jeff Katz Show on X, formerly known as Twitter. And then on Facebook, The Jeff Katz Show. The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook. And then because uh, PJ, who was with us earlier, who really is, he really, honest to goodness, is my social media director, says, don't forget to tell him about your website. Okay, jeffkatz.us. Jeffkatz.us. Otherwise, I'm going to get in trouble. It is Jeff in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. I want you to meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a pre-born network clinic who loved and supported her, and after hearing her baby's heartbeat on a free ultrasound, she chose life. When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him. By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, the baby's chance at life doubles. Please, if you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies and right now through a match your gift is doubled to donate dial pound 250 say the keyword baby that's pound 250 keyword baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash back that's preborn.com slash back sponsored by preborn 
It is the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. I mentioned the, uh, the losses that many of us experienced as a result of the Holocaust. And, and it is why so many of us are really honest to goodness on guard and not fearful, but paying very, very close attention to some of the things going on. You've got to be hyper-vigilant. And even as the Israelis are trying simply to defend themselves against Hamas, you, you have people around the world, you have people here in the United States who are, well, they're attacking Israel for daring to say, we would like to live in peace. CBS News is not exempt. Cut number 10, please. Israel doubled down on its mission to eliminate Hamas, even as pressure rose for a ceasefire after Israel's military mistakenly killed three hostages Friday. (laughs) Families of those still captive in Gaza more desperate than ever. We don't want them back in bags. We are kind of hanging on a thread, and that thread is Joseph Biden. Michael Oren is Israel's former ambassador to the U.S. To what degree is U.S. pressure actually working? It's going to work to a degree. There may come a time where we would have to say to uh, our American allies, thank you, thank you for all you've done, but... But that break has not happened yet. On Saturday, Israel's prime minister revealed the restart of hostage talks with Qatar in Egypt. And on Sunday, Israel reopened its direct crossing for aid into Gaza at Karim Shalom, requested by the U.S. as desperate Gazans ransacked a U.N. aid truck crossing in from Egypt. Piling on pressure now, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin landed in Israel hours ago. What do you expect he's going to hammer home to Netanyahu? He's going to say, start honing the operation. If and until a ceasefire is agreed, Israel's strikes against Hamas continue, but destroying refugee camps, hospitals, homes, and families. In Khan Yunus, an Israeli tank shell hit a crowded maternity ward, injuring several and killing a teenage girl. The shell hit her head here, said a doctor. She was left with half a face. Now that is awful. That is really, really awful. That is war. People who have been in war don't want any more wars because they've seen up close and personal what happens. I don't know about you. I'm not happy to hear about a war. I don't want anybody to be in that situation. I really don't. And I am really just taken aback. I'm horrified. I'm upset to hear that anybody anywhere is placed in that situation. But this is a war. And this is what happens in wars. People die. Innocent people die. And there comes a point where one side or the other says, okay, that's enough. Israel is trying everything it possibly can to live in peace. And all of these calls for a ceasefire are fascinating, but where were these people on October the 7th? Because... There was a ceasefire until October the 6th. October the 6th, there was a ceasefire in place. And it was Hamas who broke into Israel and slaughtered 1,200 people, innocent people. What about that? What about simply saying, leave us alone? You do you. But let us live 
in peace. Isn't that a hope? I'd like to think so. It is Jeff Katz in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program.